the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and George McEnroe. That's right, George has popped in from our Brisbane office to uh, try and uh, explain what's actually going on with the water up there. there well, there isn't any. That's <laughs> all that someone's taking it all. And I think people from the southern states are being blamed, funnily enough. Is that right? We're yep. funnelling it off. Yeah, we're yeah, going to try. Mexicans. And, we're going to set things straight today. Treated effluent—that's the problem. It needs a new name, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're going to come up with one. Mm-hmm. Uh, how fat can Ian Thorpe get? Mm. Uh, what else? Ed is finally going to do all the things he's been slagging off for the last eighteen yep. weeks. It's really? all coming up mm-hmm. on Get This, and here's what Mick Malthouse had to say about me and Ed. Neither of them have been involved in the Lebanese war. They were not in the car with Mel Gibson, and they weren't responsible for the rate change. No lies, that's Noiseworks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Ed, what was that uh, that Irish bloke, what did he say Uh, about Noiseworks to you? All their songs sound like the feckin' Baywatch team. Let's hear that. No lies, no lies. There it is, the feckin' Baywatch team. That's Ed Cavalli. That'd be George McEncrow. Good morning. How are your headphones? Too loud? They're a little bit loud and they're tra- they're vibrating with the volume. But That's I understand you have a hearing deficit. So I've been slowly deafened by radio. Um, Richard Marsland can barely hear at all. His headphones are up to 100. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Richard? I don't think they go up to 12, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and talk softly. That blood running down the side of my head is not a new fashion statement. Even in community radio stations, they have individual levels for the headphones. They do. But not here. I mentioned to the bloke in the technical department, he just gave me his usual... Ca- uh, catchphrase. Everything's on spec, mate. Mate, I've been there. Everything's on spec. What does that mean? I don't know. Speculation. The studio uh, could be burned to the ground. Oh, it's on spec, mate. <laughs> I've checked it. It is on spec. What does that mean? I don't Let's know. Get that person sacked. Means something else. <laughs> Tony <Big> Controversy. <laughs> Our Brisbane listeners will recognise uh, George, who's on the cage. They will. Uh, on your Brisbane cage. They will, my beautiful listeners. Yes, it's nice to be here. Do you know why I love coming to you guys? Because you say, pronounce my name correctly. You call me McEnroe instead of McEnroe. Oh, you get a bit of McEnroe. I get a McEnroe, and un- really unfair because of John McEnroe, obviously. And actually, Frank McEnroe is my uncle who developed the Chico roll. Developed wow. it? See, now Ed is impressed. Seriously. Okay. He developed a Chico roll. He, so that was an inferior role. <laughs> he actually stole it from some poor Singapore Korean people oh, no. outside a footy ground and then robbed it, claimed it as his own mm. yeah. and marketed the hell out of it, then died leaving every penny to the Catholic Church. W- when you say marketed the hell out of it... The, the mar- he developed the Chico Roll. Well, no, but the marketing for the Chico Roll was just a, like a girl in a really high-waisted uh-huh. leather... That was my uh, great-grandmother. Motorbike. No, yeah, and with a, with a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. That's all it takes, baby. If you taste one of those things, Delicious. they're revolting. You can taste the leather. Uh, and what's it, but what's it? What's in a chico roll? Has anyone ever nutted it down? You don't want to know because once you know, it's like Pandora's box. You just turn to salt. Once so you right. know the secret ingredients, <laughs> Ed is so interested in food. Yeah, this morning, I'm going through big news stories, and I've gone, "Oh wow, someone's broken the world's sausage eating record." And Ed has looked up and gone, "Already." <laughs> Didn't last long. <laughs> Suggesting he's been following the stats. <laughs> the record is f- uh, now 58 brats in 10 minutes. Brats. I saw that. And how much fat was in them? 
Oh, it's more than we want to know. Brat, hang on, fat. brats like brat works. There was brat more works. fat in them than uh, in Ian Thorpe. Oh, oh. sorry. What's going on? Segway. He doesn't look that fat He's to me. He's allowed to get as fat as he wants. Can we call him the chicken torpedo? <laughs> well, you, Can we start calling him that now? You can't <laughs> drive a 12 inch now with a tack hammer, as my dad always said. And clearly, he's got more than. Uh... I, I think he's fair enough. He's won like all gold medals, and the poor thing uh, has to get up at like 4 a.m. to swim. Let him eat. Let him eat as much as he wants. And they've done that thing of following, the paparazzi following ah. him. And there he is going through a drive thru. Guilty. Oh, they'll just find see... him. And Kirsty Alley's in the back seat. How about that? <laughs> Did you see when they got the fat bloke from Lost going oh, through the drive-thru? How is that surprising? <laughs> fat guy eating fat food. If he was doing yoga, oh, that yeah. would be a shock. And a nice shot as well. <laughs> uh, is, here's an email. This is the, do you get lots oh, of yeah. emails at the Brisbane Cage? Yes, normally complaining about me. Really? Yeah, oh. being a girl on radio. <laughs> What have we said about that, George? What I know. It's catching work. on. It is catching on in certain parts of the country. It's already established as an accepted idea. Really? I had a cabbie today say, driving me going, oh, you know, well, there are already too many women on the ABC. One woman was bad enough. He knew already that I was a woman working on radio. <laughs> well, yeah. for years, women were only allowed to giggle on radio. <laughs> and then around about 2004... They advanced from that can. shit moment. You can now pull a competition winner out of a barrel, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get this? Is Ed Cavalli the carpet court jester? Check out the ads on TV. Really? She Are is you? Alan. <laughs> I'm not aware of the jester's work, but he sounds like a very interesting fellow. It sounds what? like you would like to be the jester. What is he? Uh, what's his? What's his sort of? Do, what does he do? I don't know, but but I'm he's a, funny. Oh. You can be as funny, he, can't you? He what answers for carpet? Whatever he does. The end result is brain-snapping bargains. That would be my guess. <laughs> Do you think a shipping error might be involved? Oh, so many. You cannot ship carpet without some kind of error going on. <laughs> Possible. Uh, what is going on in Brisbane that we need to know about? Obviously, um, we're across the big the ones. The water. The fact that uh, Ed Harris is the mayor. Yeah. The fact that uh, <laughs> Ripley's on the Gold Coast is open. It's going off. It's going right off. We yeah. know about the whole water situation. Is, well, the is water, there more? No, well, that's it, really. That where There's no water. We need a lot more. It's it's more beautiful than you could believe. It's more. I've been to going to a bit of a theatre in uh, lately. A lot oh. of people think Brisbane doesn't get the theatre. We've been we've had Porgy and Bess and Romeo and Juliet. I remember seeing a brilliant production in Brisbane years ago of True West, the Sam Shepard play, True West. Oh, good stuff. And if you've ever seen that play, 100 toasters have to go off all at once. Oh. And they had to have a call. I remember on the radio, in fact, on FM 104. Really? Uh, we had to have a call go out, uh, toasters needed for theatre production. Really? <laughs> and how'd you go? It was, we got hundreds of toasters and they ended up in the play. Isn't that Have brilliant? you seen that play? It's no, really I tricky. Haven't. Toasters have to be set to go off all at the same time. Wow. Oh, Fantastic. I can smell the burnt toast already. Gimmickry. That's what you need in the theatre. Uh, I think before, when I, before I left Brisbane, because uh, I grew up there, the only the last, the last only bit of theatre I ever saw was the, uh, the the animals dancing at World Expo 88. Right. And when I was nine... That doesn't count it, as theatre. Well, when you're nine yeah, and there's a porcupine dancing, <laughs> what? the world just opens up in front of you. Drew you to acting <laughs> and to being the carpet called gesture. Yeah, I hope to one day play a porcupine. <laughs> Here's a problem they've got in Brisbane. People keep saying... Brisneyland and Bris Vegas. I know. I wish they stop. It, they need new ones. Yeah. Brisbania? It, Brisbania. I'm thinking Brisbekistan. <laughs> I'm thinking Briskatchewan. It's beautiful. I'm thinking Brisdonesia. <laughs> when it's cold, Bristarctica. Let's get some new ones. Brisneapolis.
Brisconson, Bristan Bull. Bristan Bull. Brisnia hurts a governor. <laughs> Can we have some new ones? Or Brisrail. Brisrail. Certain sections Brisrail. of Brisbane could be Brisrail. There we go. Does mm, not live on the Gaza Strip. Or just Brazil. That work. <laughs> new names for Brisbane. Like it. That's what we're coming up with. Nice Sensible concepts. George is here. Yeah. It's getting dark outside. <laughs> Let's get started. That's Coldplay, the hardest part. Here, yeah. get this around the nation on Triple M. George McEnroe from uh, the Brisbane offices here. Here from Brisbane, the head office, really, of Triple M. <laughs> Hello. All the important decisions are made there. Hello to everyone listening in Brizzledorf. <laughs> Brizzablanca. <laughs> You have to stop it. The people won't take kindly uh, to you messing Blanca. with their name. I just think some new ones are needed. I it agree. needs to go a bit more multicultural. I agree. Brisbekistan. It'll catch on. It's got uh, George, you're a woman in the media. Did you realise that? Uh, apparently so. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm very aware of it. It's a huge responsibility. Well, a lot of girls uh, are wanting to join you, George. Right. They've just done a, uh, a survey, some reputable people, mm. uh, and apparently the most girls, uh, teenage girls... Their mm. dream job, creative writer, art, actor, is, All the, of those. is the first. Done them, done them, done them. Yep. Have you? Yep. Have you ever been medical doctor? I'm a terrible actor. Are you? What, do you, have you, what were you in that was terrible? Uh, no, I just, I can't do it. Oh. Even for ads, I can't do it. I'm hopeless. Go on. Okay. <laughs> uh, a medical is second. Doctor, nurse, vet, paramedic, 20%. Legal, and then where I help people, and scientific, very low down, 7%. Cool. Right? Now, what's going on is, Tone, yes. this is what they're attributing it to. Uh, reality television was uniting teenage girls by feeding their desire to be famous, according to girlfriend editor, blah, 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 right. blah. So, I was surprised that so many would gravitate to this field, but they've been force-fed that this diet of Big Brother and Australian Idol, and it's made it seem really accessible to them. It's teen girls that are consuming the rise and rise of reality TV. That's why Jamie won Big Brother. It seems like a fast-paced creative, intelligent environment, and girls want to be a part of that. A fast-paced, intelligent, creative environment, and right. that's that's drawing the young girls of the country towards it. I don't think that's right. Well, let's have a listen to just how intelligent and fast-paced it can get. This is what life's all about, I think, you know? This stuff's good. When you have that stuff, you've got to have this. Yeah, you've got to have this. Yeah, like you can't waste it and stick to that. I know. What's that without this? Exactly. You need this. You need that and yes. this when you're having that. Yes. That, yeah. Surgery, no. no. Waste of time. <laughs> The fast-paced world of Big Brother <laughs> beckons. So creative. So Good that's time. the number one choice, That's is the it? number one choice. What kind of percentages are we talking about there? 44, almost half, want to be, be on the other side of a this and that conversation <laughs> with Jamie. <laughs> but it's interesting because there are so many great uh, female scientists that get celebrated in this country, of course, and get such media attention, you know. <laughs> they really do go half and half with the big breast. I am sick and tired of turning on the TV and seeing yet another fantastic yet, scientist. Yet though. another <laughs> clever woman being celebrated for her intellect. It's too much. It's a snoozer. I'm sorry. We want some boobs and boobs and boobs. We certainly do. You've Did come I say to the, boobs? You've come to the right program. Mm. Danny Minogue uh, was oh. described by oh, a fellow diners at a Chapel Street Melbourne restaurant last week as shiny. Wow. <laughs> The shiniest person we've ever seen. Shiniest person we've ever... And we've had some real shiners in here. You so that's, uh, that's really something. You're pretty shiny yourself. Thank you. Uh, uh, She's very reflective. It's it's good for road safety <laughs> to have Danny Minogue sitting beside you on a dark night. Who who said that she was shiny? Uh, diners. They? Fellow diners. Now, there's a there's an untapped resource for New Weekly and Who magazine. <laughs> the fellow diners. They join the onlookers. They <laughs> could. Source close to the star. Friends, pals. 
and insiders. <laughs> insiders, <laughs> I love the insiders. Rivaling Danny Minogue for shininess is, of course, Nicole Kidman. And so shiny. Well, she, yeah, she's she shiny. shiny. She's shiny. Yeah. Hugh Hefner wants oh. Uh, oh. Nicole Kidman to appear in, in The Nutty in Playboy. <laughs> and he describes her as bewitching. I don't think she wants to be reminded of Bewitched. I don't think so. It's like describing John Travolta as the finest actor on this battlefield earth. Oh, staying alive. (laughs) Don't want to say that. Hey, here's another uh, chick in the media. (laughs) The Mrs. Doubtfire Bandit. Did you see the Mrs. Doubtfire Bandit over the weekend? I love it. What's uh, what's Mrs. Doubtfire been up to? Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire Bandit, he's, he robbed a bank of uh, 25 grand. Not bad. And listen to this, his attention to detail was meticulous. He bought a black wig, a pale skirt from op shops near yep. his Bayswater home. He glued fake nails to his fingers and made glued. a pair of fake boobs. He mm. borrowed makeup from his mother and added black tight sunglasses and rollerblades. Sounds like Rose Porteous Hancock. Wait a the... second, rollerblades? Rollerblades. <laughs> 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 to complete the ensemble. Oh, right, I've got a skirt, I've got nails, yeah. I've got makeup and a wig. Mm. I've got fake boobs. How am I going to look like a woman? Wait a second. I know what girls wear on their feet. At the bank. Doing (laughs) your banking. What else but roller skates? (laughs) But then there was just one oversight. He forgot to shave. Oh. Oh, Police put out an APB to all services. (laughs) Bearded ladies (laughs) stealing cash. Uh, Did he get get caught? He got really badly caught (laughs) because he... He'd remembered the rollerblades but forgotten the beard. <laughs> and look, you know, it's a trap for young players <laughs> when you're new to the bank robbery game. That is going to make a fantastic telly movie. I want to see that. I want to see really that so see much that. more than the Todd and Brandt so one. So do I. And the mistress of disguise. That, oh, she, she's behind bars these days, isn't she? She is behind bars. Oh, I love her. We need some more about her. Yeah, I like her. She's uh, other women in the media. What's Nikki Hamilton, it? producer of our show. Yeah. You know how we love bizarre coincidences on this show? Uh, I didn't, but yeah. Say what you did over the weekend, Nikki. I was just getting out some books for my little boy, and I opened up one of the books. Well, hang on, where were you getting the books from? Oh, um, at a, just out of the cupboard, like yeah. old books that I'd gotten um, from my parents' antique shop. Yes, yeah. from your parents' antique shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And what happened? You opened it up. This yep, was which was this? Up, it, I opened up. It's a dictionary, uh, like a cat the, in the hat. The cat in the hat dictionary. So where would this have come from? Someone would have taken it to an antique shop. Yeah. Yes, in Flinders. All right. Okay. Down on the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah. Open it up. This book belongs to my wife. Whoa! Oh, that's Look at that. There's me, Mrs. <laughs> There's a little tiny handwriting. Oh. That's her name. And Maver. That's her. That is so cute. Wow. What are You're the chances joking. of that? So how did that happen? No idea. I, I'd like to know. So she's obviously, this is a, a valuable family heirloom that yeah. she's just fobbed off on. The, <laughs> got a bit of cheap cash from. How's that? Cash. Amazing. I'm going to have to ask her about that. Yeah. That so is beautiful. What a coincidence. She's got a Dr. Seuss book. And she, when she grew up, she married Wally. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing coincidence. How's that? Yeah. That's that has set the bar that, for our ah, coincidence ah. episode that we're going to do. What a coincidence. We're going to have a coincidence episode. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm trying to create some sizzle. Good work. Stephen Ford Promote will be all over that. We're trying to look oh. for ideas we haven't stolen from other programs. Every time we think of a good idea, we go, oh, the shebang. Oh, oh yeah. the lawyer's done it. Yeah, yeah. What, what have you done on your on the Brisbane cage that we can steal, George? Um, 
Sally's joke. No, he can't steal that because that's already stolen from a listener. <laughs> um, no, there's nothing. Come there's nothing on, there the must sun. be one we can steal. Mardo's yeah. wheel, you can't steal What's that. What's that? Mardo's wheel. We have a spinning wheel where we give away rubbishy gifts that we steal from the sales rep's desk. <laughs> Every day. They've become much tidier around the workplace since we began this uh, regime. What's the worst segment you've done? Because we love to steal segments from other shows that mm. didn't work properly. Yeah. Um, Just one that well, we Well, my like segment was... rarely works. I do a G-spot every day, which is a little bit of editorialising, and that often just dies at thousand deaths. <laughs> Slowly sinks to the ground. You need a boing and some canned laughs. There have you go. got one of those? Have you got a boing for me? I would love a boing. Basically, anything works and sounds funny if you add the sound. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, that's um, what we need. But see, look how slow he is. You on could the say, desk. I've got one. I've got something we could use. I got uh, Richard. We could say that uh, if anyone watched uh, uh, 60 Minutes last night, yes. I've never watched 60 Minutes in my life, but I saw right. that it was a, a story of uh, a dog girl. A girl raised by dogs, and now she that. thinks she's a dog. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I, I, I'm just saying, have a look at a photograph of New Zealand Prime Minister Helen Clark <laughs> and tell yeah. me that there might not be a resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> See? That added 40% more no. sizzle and 10% more humour just in that moment. Thank you. Thank Did you. Did you see that? What was she doing? She, well, is it April 1st? No, no, no. It's, it's, that's the other half of my yeah. favourite thing. My favourite human interest story is when one animal becomes friends with another. Oh, they're like yeah, a different right. species that's, that's and they're friends. Uh, the other half of that, which I love, is when someone gets raised by animals. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and that's what she was. She was raised by dogs. So oh. what, was she drinking out of the toilet? Mm. Yeah. Everything. Really? Yeah. The whole gear. The barking. She had a really good bark. It was quite, it was the best human bark I've ever heard in my life. Just hope that uh, ABC Learning Centres don't get onto this. You actually can keep a kid alive raised by dogs. Their profits will go through the roof. And who's bringing her up now? I mean, did they have the dog parents interview? Like, yeah. who was... They were very proud. Very proud of her shiny coat. I see. People... She won best in show three years running. Do people follow her around with a plastic bag? They might. They might. I can feel the segment turning ugly. <laughs> I just know where it's going to head next. I think we should get out of yeah. here. Get this. They've been publicly humiliated throughout the media. Uh, I'm not sure what else we would want to do. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. It's Triple M around the nation. Mm. From uh, down the bottom to up in Brizzledorf. <laughs> Stop it. It's Get This. George McEncrow's here. I'm going to thump you in a minute. Ooh. Have you seen uh, Ed Cavalier in action on the musical instruments? Check me out. I've got uh, Today I've got a number of synth drums and I'm attempting to play keyboard at the same time. A one, a two, a three. Wow. Not bad. Wait, there it is. <laughs> Sounds just like Pat Benatar, though. No, no, no. Trust me. <laughs> That's enough whistling Pat Benatar. <laughs> Here again, this on Triple M. And... <laughs> Just as we've got into that, Richard Marsland pushes the buttons on the show, drops his Pat Benatar fact of the day. What was it, Richard? Uh, that her daughter was on the TV show Rich Kids Cattle Drive. Nah. Mm. Yeah, I bet you're kicking yourself, George McEncroft. Mm. I missed That the it. Brisbane cage didn't get to that <laughs> bombshell first. Big stories. We're going to talk after the show. Richard. Look and learn, Ian Skipper. Need you there. <laughs> Where were you on the Benatar facts? <laughs> Lagging. Lagging behind. Uh we're brought to you by... The limited edition oh. Mercedes-Benz Vito. It's the ah. perfect package. Hello. There it is. Kenny set it off. It is the van of the year. Mm. More safety features than would seem necessary. That's what you'll find aboard the Vito. Yeah. I just sit in it and try and trigger the safety features. Mm. Do you? 
And what is it? You can knee it in the ghoulies. Yeah, you can run a flying knee at its ghoulies and it'll laugh, laugh it off. This was actually demonstrated to us yeah. by um, the Mercedes Very bloke. enthusiastic man. Mm, Mr. Benz <laughs> came in. Hey, what are we doing here? Yeah, what's going on, Tone? We're looking for new segments. That's what we're doing. We're always hey, looking yeah. for new segments, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to find new segments. Do you guys have a workshop? Do you get everyone out the back? and We go crazy on a whiteboard. Oh, and, uh, really? A brain, uh, an idea shower? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and sometimes it rains gold. Does my it? Friend Put a raincoat room. on. It's yeah. about to rain ideas. Sometimes Mensa come barging through <laughs> the front door and knock it down. Where? Jamie, the uh, the lead man of Mensa, comes in. My dears. You see, we like to bag Big Brother. And I we're going. Well, maybe we're being a bit harsh. That's true. Maybe we've got to try before we slag. This is true. So Ed has decided that this week, mm. what he's going to do every day is he's going to do all the things that we normally bag. Well, yeah, that's so brave of you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that is, I really admire that. So uh, I'm willing to go as long as it takes, Tone. Yeah, well, I've got a theme song for <laughs> of you. Of course you do. It's it's really taken a long Let's time to put this together. Here we go. Myself. Suddenly I'm listening to Nickelback. Should have been somebody else. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm watching the bill. I never thought I could feel so free. Find a way to buy a headband like Jamie's. <laughs> Cavalier. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what have you done now, Ed? Uh, I judged a, uh, a regional beauty contest. Because we hate beauty. <laughs> what? When did no, we that start hating? No, so we've tough. never been against beauty. No, look, this is a stretch, right? Basically, <laughs> uh, I was going to the beauty contest and needed to find a way to justify it. But that's led us to me actually going to do something. But it was it was confronting. That's the only way to describe it. Because I went. Well, I went with my friend Christian, who's like the new hot dude on Neighbours. Right. Okay. And he's like ring-a-ding-ding hot. Like, you know, it, so we get there. And <laughs> it's very nice people. Very organized, and we're laughing and joking. And quite an angry crowd of dudes mm. there. A beauty okay. contest can, can, can attract... A quite a uh, like a it's a like it's frustrating. It's these girls primal. Kind of, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's deeply primal. Yeah. And Who so, will mate with this person? Well, no one. That's that's what they're angry about. <laughs> Isn't this meant to be like listening to a Nickelback album or <laughs> you know transcribing the poetry of Jamie? What is so terrible about going to a beauty competition? All right, well, it, okay. So it, it started right. It started, and I and I was laughing with Christian. This is going to be funny, funny, funny. It wasn't funny no. because they take it dead. Dead serious. Right. Especially in a women's prison. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> the stakes are very high. Hello to all the ladies doing time. <laughs> Hello uh, to Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> she did well, actually. In the bearded section, she won hands down. Uh, and anyway, so they sort of, they, but they walk right up to the judge's table and yeah. kind of shake it at you, right? Oh, and they're just, they're not wearing much. And I was like feeling a bit like, yeah. So I was like looking in, in the face and sort of smiling. And the look uh-huh. they were giving me was like, we all, like, 
check the stuff. Yeah, don't look at my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not... been working 400 <laughs> no. hours a week in the gym. Yeah, what about and the... starving myself and missing my period for five years <laughs> so you can look in my beautiful eyes. Ah, get down to the merch. God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nana's got my eyes. You want to look at eyes? Look at her. <laughs> Top merch. Check the merch. Yeah, merch. So I was checking the merch uh, and I and we finished. Oh, this sounds terrible. No. Oh, how could you do The terrible it? bit's coming up. So then we had to, uh, it was halftime, we had to judge and I said, look, the, luckily there was a, a photographer and last year's winner that was sitting next to us. Mm. And I said, I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh, someone help me out. Mm. And the, the winner, last year's winner, very nice girl just turned to me and goes, tits and ass, Ed, tits and ass. <laughs> and, looks, and looks back at her sheet. And I was like, ah, okay. Anyway, we all finish. We award the prize. Uh, and a hello to Chucka, who was there, who was the only person who was nice to me. Hello, Chucka. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and the prize was? Uh, the trip to the Gold Coast. Uh-huh. Of course. Fancy. Yeah, it's a Ripley's. Life on the Gold Coast. They hate tits and ass on the Gold they Coast. <laughs> uh, anyway, so well, they said, oh, the, the girl comes up to us who was from a local radio station yeah. and said, can we do an interview with you and Christian? I said, I'd prefer not. Uh, you know, I almost got stabbed just going to the bathroom. I don't really want to have to, you know, and she said, no, no, trust me, it'll be fine. So I said, fine, fine, fine. She gets up and I was first and she goes, all right, everyone, uh, we've got uh, Ed Cavalli from uh, Triple M's Get This. Dead silence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> who listens to, who, li- who listens to oh, Triple no, don't M? Ask that. Who listens to Triple M? Dead silence. Tumbleweed. I hear one guy at the back go, no one, right? Good. <laughs> then... <laughs> it's, yeah. it's another so, triumph. Right. Forget this. And then, oh, right. and then she goes. Worse? So then she goes. So this is your first time to and names the city. I was like, yes. And she goes, what did you think of it? And I said, I think this is possibly the best place I've ever been in my whole life. Oh, and a guy at the front just goes, bullshit, mate. <laughs> Dead silence, right? And I kind of stumble off. Then she goes, anyway, ladies, look what I've brought for you. And wheels out Christian, rapturous applause. (laughs) And then then she goes, you probably don't know him. He'll be on Neighbours in a few months' time. More rapturous applause. He's so pretty we don't care what he does. Wow. You took one for the team, though, buddy. Well done. Bad times. (laughs) Who knows what Ed will be getting up to tomorrow. King Jake Wall. I never thought I could feel so free. One of those annoying little upright electric scooter things. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's Ed Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best song ever, Tone. Best the adventures continue uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Tone, I'm. What? I'm open to suggestion. <laughs> right in. I'm bra- one segment down, you're already open to suggestion. <laughs> That's Robbie Williams. Let me yeah. entertain you. Get this on Triple M. Myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier, George no. McEnroe, or McEnroe. I just, I said, Gee, it. I said you're McEnroe. Going so well, and then you got a touch of the Tourettes, didn't you? Really? <laughs> we're running late, so I thought I'd drop a consonant. Oh, jeez. It we're is your late. show. You do have your name on your show. You can do whatever you like. We're back on time. By mispronouncing your name, we're back on time. <laughs> there we go. Oh, behind again. There you go. Tone? Yes. Water. Oh, we get to water. Okay. First, your segment. Mm. Uh, things, you were going to do things that mm. you normally hate. One mm. of the things you were mm. going to do is watch Yasmin's Getting Married. I think it's been axed. Yeah, thankfully. You're not going to get a chance Yay. to do that. Yeah. Now, I did watch a little bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> Didn't love it. No. Didn't want to marry Yasmin yourself. Well, I thought there was a guy, she had a friend, this kind of like friend who was judging all the men. And it was quite clear that he, he was just in love with her. Oh, oh, I really? see. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's smacked up like a setup of a romantic comedy that you don't want to watch. 
So what would be in that? Uh, ooh, okay. I've got Andy McDowell as every female oh, character. That's great. Right? That's, that's very so nice. dribbly. Yeah. I love John Cusack, mm. but he's always in those yes. bloody yes. serendipity, must love dogs rubbish. Hey, uh, so what's going to happen to Yasmin now? Uh, I don't know. It's being replaced She's by Thorpey's getting fatter. <laughs> She's at a bar tonight picking up the old-fashioned <laughs> way, I think. Yeah. old-fashioned <laughs> way. Uh, yeah. 40 pots down. She's having to do it by hand. Yasmin's anybody's. <laughs> I, my flatmate told this story on the weekend. We drove past this place. He went, oh, there used to be a really good nightclub in there. I said, really? What, well, what happened? He goes, oh, it closed down. I said, why? He goes, oh, it was 50 cent spirits. And I said, uh, and the problem was, he goes, well, they found out they were putting meth in them. <laughs> and, and I said, what? That's bad. He goes, yeah, I know. I must have had like 3,000 of those over the years. <laughs> I think it's why my eyesight's so bad. And he was driving? Yes. Oh, no. Wait. Isn't that great? It's time to get up onto a higher plateau. Ah, good, good, good. Tone. Yes, water. water. Let's. We've been talking about the Queensland water for quite yeah. some time mm. and uh, making a bit of fun. But of course, it's happening everywhere. I think mm. Queensland is just leading the state charge. State of emergency. They're going to declare. State. Peter Beattie's talking. A st- declaring a state of emergency. PB state of emergency. Yep. And what that's is how bad it is. And if we all really emergency ourselves, we might make it rain. Larry, I don't know what what's uh, Larry Springboard got to say. Uh, not very much. He was talking, but everyone just left the room. <laughs> is he getting that Springboard water going? That's the oh. anti-feminisation water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah watch out off the border. We're not making this up, are we? He's convinced that people will turn into uh, yeah, lady boys. Hormones mm. in the water, apparently, through recycling. It, it, That's it, what happened to Mrs Doubtfire. <laughs> the Doubtfire. drink of the Brisbane River. Away she went. Uh, now, we've, now, there's been an SMS. The people are starting to turn. Now, we say, Tone, yes. it's, there's nothing wrong with the water. It's no. the marketing. It's the sizzle it's department. The name. This you is exactly right. It's the engineers word can't market water. Effluent. Yeah, treated effluent. <laughs> it's just it's not, it's not got delish. It's not the word loo in it. It's got uh, not the delish exactly. factor. Now, this is exactly what's going on. Susie, from somewhere or another, has SMSed into the newspaper saying, recycling dirty and gross sewage <laughs> water to drink is just not on. More people would get sick. She's a genius. How, what is, <laughs> did you get her PhD in, Susie? In water engineering in or text not? messaging. I think so, uh, texting. So that's what we're going to do, Tone. Better names. Better names. Please names try. that make it sound yummy. <laughs> now, lots of, you know, we're in New York. Yep. It's, uh, somebody said the other day. It's been through the body uh, five times. Five. London, seven times. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you might be drinking a bit of Madonna. That's good. Yeah. That could be Been good. through the body seven times. It never used on the body once. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I like it. <laughs> what are you, Mr. Marsland, pushing the buttons? What have you got? What should we call this water? H number 20. Oh. <laughs> Hey, you have one of those for all of them. No, yeah, we're going to need a lot of boing. See, no, that's I haven't funny. Thought I haven't thought about this. But it doesn't make it sound attractive. Oh, no. No, no, there's no, no, no sizzle there, I'm afraid. What about pre-loved water? That's good. Oh. Pre-loved. That's good. That's all right. Only one lady owner. That. That's good. <laughs> pre-loved water. One lady owner. Only used it to get to the shops. That's nice. Barely used. Oh. Barely used. That's good. That's barely used. Barely, oh, barely, no, no, barely used. I can't do this game. Needs to sound attractive. What about Rebecca Roman effluent. <laughs> <laughs> now I want some. Mm-mm, bucket, please. <laughs> uh, okay. Eva hurts a gefluent. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it needs to somewhere. sound attractive and appealing. Very good, very good. Um, <laughs> I've run out of ideas, so let's ask the listeners. <laughs> I've got please nothing. Help us. I uh, can't think of anything either. What do you reckon they should call that recycled water that, face it, 
we're all eventually going to have to be drinking. <laughs> Give us a call, one triple three five three. That's the killers. Thank you, music department here at Triple M. Somebody told me we're up a certain mountain. George McEncrow from the Brisbane Cage is with us. I am. Up and there. bereft of ideas. So we, Look, the listeners are coming good. Oh, thank goodness. We need <laughs> really make our job so much more pleasant. New names for recycled water mm. or treated effluent, as um, people no. keep calling it. No, no, not delicious. Hello, Dean. G'day, guys. How are you going? Good, man. What's your, what, are you, what are you thinking? Well, you've already got distilled water. Yep. What about de-stooled water? There we go. Sensational. Delicious. Thank you, Dean. Hello, Skip. Morning, guys. How are you? Very well, man. What do you, what do you, what do you think it should be called? Uh, how about something classy like yeah. Chanel Number no. 2s? Oh, oh, that's great. Oh, there's a job for you at Sachi and Sachi. It, it's got number twos in it, yeah. but it's you, before you get to that, there's the Chanel. And there's Nicole Kidman will do the ad. <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, hello, Chris. How are you going? Very good. What do you think? Well, instead of H2O, what about H2O? Oh, good on you, Chris. That's a uh, little close to treated effluent, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. You're laughing while you're feeling sick. <laughs> Hello, Dion. Hey, good day, guys. What do you think, mate? Oh, I'd call it Just Passing Through. That's lovely. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I can see the label like a good bottle of wine That'd on that. That'd be lovely. Mm. It still sounds like effluent, but, you know, yeah. it sounds jaunty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, Paddy. Hello. How are you? Good, yeah, man. Good. What, are you, what are we going to call it? Oh, you've got to call it Clayton's water. Mm. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. The water you have when you're not having water. Good. Uh, uh-huh. Well, you've already had too much water. That's good. The word poo isn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, but sizzle, nobody's going to be put off. <laughs> that's got sizzle. <laughs> How's that? You're listening to the market. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Where's Mick Malloy? Ah. <laughs> he's, he's in a bit later. He's still sleeping right now. That's <laughs> why we try to talk boy. quietly. We're trying not to wake him. Thank you, Patty. Also, Carl, who I who I accidentally dropped off because I don't know what I'm doing, uh, he uh, he said that he lives in Briswaterless. That's ah. good. That's good. And my favourite one, which I also got dropped off somehow, was Megan Galeforce Water. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Any reference to Megan Gale? In fact, any reference to Megan Gale seems to wake Mick Malloy up and get him in earlier. <laughs> when they need him to come in for a meeting, they just go, well, Megan Gale's um, still here You're from the breakfast show. The <laughs> so he's there. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. When we are done. What happens with these callers that drop off? What, what is happening there? What are you driving under a bridge? No, I have to uh, drag them across the screen. Oh, yeah. But Can't often do. in doing that, I uh, click this other button, which hangs up. Wow. Are you writing down tips to take back to the Brisbane cage, George? I am. <laughs> hey, say hello to everyone who works on that fine show for us. I will. They love you guys. And uh, good luck with the water and all that business. Thanks. <laughs> Can you make it rain? Sounded a bit disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, good luck with the whole end of the world deal. Yeah, up your no. <laughs> part of the whole program. Yeah. I love being here. All right. We love having you. Thanks. You can come back. Yay. And talk rubbish with us again. Oh, guess what? Tomorrow is Toon. What is it? Movie show. Oh, it's our special movie show. Email us in with topics or films you'd like us to canvas, questions, anything. Absolutely right. Uh, L. Hume will be here. Yes. And I'm going to set him the best movie soundtrack challenge the universe has ever known. Fantastic. Wow. L. Hume, uh, sure, he's not the Joker in the new Batman film. We're no. now pushing for him as the egghead. <laughs> and our key <laughs> phrase today was, which one was it from our collection? Oh, Megan, of- Gale Force Water. <laughs> Yes, we will be back tomorrow with Lockie Hume. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Veto Van of the Year. Do you